Support for this podcast comes from American Express, who is proud to be backing 100 Black women entrepreneurs, like Ree Scott, who founded a boxing community for women. Boxing helps women and girls to build their confidence. Or Taylor Long, who founded a clothing brand for all. Everyone should have access to the same style of clothing, no matter their size. 100 Black women entrepreneurs. 100% backing of American Express business. Meet the 100 at AmericanExpress.com slash 100 for 100. What up, what up, what up? This is Classic Black Dude Podcast coming live again. We're from Chicago today. Usually we're in Los Angeles at Studio 71 out in Burbank. But today we're on the north side of Chicago, my hometown. Now my home neighborhood. I'm from the south side, as y'all know. I'm your host, Clark Jones, a.k.a. Pod Strickland. We're here on Classic Black Dude with another special guest. My friend, my bro, who I've known for a long time, also from Chicago. Uh, comedian, writer, actor. He auditioned for sure. He auditioned for stuff. And he, he will let you know about it on his uh, social media updates. My man, Dave Hellum. Yo. What's up, man? What's up, bro? Ten years in the game. For stand-up? Yeah, first yeah. time I met Dave, uh, and this is so funny from carryover from another episode. So we both went to Morehouse College in Atlanta, and uh, if you ever seen the movie School Days, like Alpha Alpha is a big for a big part of it. The fraternity. I was trying to get down. Dave did, I didn't, and uh, this is where <laughs> I first learned about like networking. Like I knew Dave was a member of the fraternity I wanted to be a part of. And I knew he was from. I found out he's from Chicago, so I wore my Whitney Young shirt one time because <laughs> we were in the same uh, st- st- stats class. And so <laughs> I, I wore my Whitney Young shirt just to so be like, uh, "Are you from Chicago?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, 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 man. Hey man, how do I get down?" Like, I, that was, that, that was, that, but did I notice it? Yeah, you did. Okay, you okay. did. You did. Because uh, somebody had told me like, "Man, he loves Chicago." Matter of fact, a mutual friend of ours. Uh, Told us that they're like, yeah, you should holler at Dave. And I was like, well, I ain't just gonna walk up to a dude and be like starting a conversation. <laughs> like, hey man. So I, I I wore my Whitney Young gym shirt just so he could be like <laughs> See, and, and but people gotta understand the context of this though. Like it was like two hundred people every year going out for at max twenty five slots. Right. right? So Yeah. At, but it was everything. It was everything because we're we're at, we're at the HBCU, so it's like you know sports ain't shit. So it's like everybody wanted to be in a that, frat or a, sor- a sorority. You know, what I'm that was the status. Right next door was Spelman College. A lot of people, if you're not familiar See, with, just most beautiful black women in the cunt in the world. I would have had no shame. Like like if we, if we would have been like roles reversed, I would have been like, hey man, um, I'll, yeah. I'll, but let me ask you this though, because a lot of the same skills that it takes, and we just jumping right into this. It's got a lot of the same skills it took to have to network and kind of massage egos, right? And make you seem like somebody worth it to be around. You have to use those now in the world of comedy, no? Absolutely. The same skills? The same same way I was waiting on people for hours and then they would never show up. But then there would be somebody just watching me to see if I was going to stay there for for those two hours. And I didn't leave when I was trying to to become an alpha on campus. It's the same stuff when you are like doing, going to a show you don't necessarily want to do, but you know people um, are going to be there looking at you possibly, or even going to an open mic that you don't feel like going to, but you know you got to just work on your shit. Right. It's that same level of discipline. Do you feel like 
where you what do you feel like your your uh social like what do you rank your social ability to like network and people like oh i fuck with dave this comedian i fuck with dave it has to be a natural thing i mean like yeah. you know it's 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 part of the game like going and meeting people like we had our 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 management company um emmy brunch and uh in santa monica california last that's week that's a stunt by the way for everybody listening but keep going <laughs> It's not it's my my company had a, a Emmy brunch. Well, here, here's the thing: I wasn't I wasn't invited the previous year. <laughs> okay, okay, right. So right. And, and like you know, I was I was kind of a, I felt a way about that, you know. But I didn't okay. realize that everybody didn't get. This is your management company. Yeah, this is my management company. Okay, right. Everybody didn't get uh, a seat at the table. Okay, right. Because um, I guess I just I didn't have enough going on per se. But you know that I I was bothered by that in, in some ways. But then when I got there, and then you see who's there. At the table, and everything's free. You know what I'm saying? All the yeah. food. And you're like, oh, I know this person from this TV show. I know this person from that TV show. You start rubbing elbows with people talking. It's a, it's a good time, but sometimes you, you talk to people and you're like, hey, that guy's an asshole, right? Like, yeah. I, I don't I don't care how much I gotta rub elbows with this person. Like, I don't like this person's vibe. Like, I can tell like this person's yeah. a dick. Like, I don't give a fuck no more. And okay. I'm about to abort the mission. It seems like most people like you though. Like just. Even even in a place like Chicago where, like, you know, it's a city of hella haters and all of that. But, like, it seems like you've, uh, I'm going to just, from somebody who's known you for a long time and just, just watched and, and seen that, like, you really approach people humbly. And I think that's your reputation that, like, you don't have airs, right? Like, I'm the opposite. Motherfuckers, before I even say a word, motherfuckers be already like, oh, he think he better than me. Sometimes I do because- I of, just want to remind you of the story when I asked you what your rent was one time, and you told, <laughs> you told me, I don't do numbers. I don't. But you know why? You know why? Because that's when, when motherfuckers start counting your money. And I hated that. And, I, and you see, you didn't forget it. But I wasn't intentionally trying to trying no, to flex. Man. I just I don't- like, I was like, this is a nice a spot in Hyde Park. I was like, how much do you pay for this he was like man look, I don't like to talk I, about I, it I don't do nothing but I'm, I'm, like, very, I'm like who I'm, in the fuck I'm is very, this I'm very guarded I'm very guarded with certain things I just hate talking about money because it only it's never led to something good right See, I, I've had not like the opposite experience with that but it's just one of those things where it's never like bit me in my ass it, so, it has it's like motherfuckers will find I've never been robbed either so I don't I'm not gonna would people will people will play with your money if they think like you doing good and it happens a lot with people like it but that's our whole business right now to present things as you're doing this highlight tape on instagram on twitter on social media to the secret the game where it's like oh i'm doing well so maybe you'll give me some shit too i yeah i hear that right i, I think the reason that people maybe respond to me in such a way though is just for the fact that i'm just like i'm a firm believer and I, I hate to say karma, but like, like I feel like when when you do good shit, like good shit comes to you, like like straight up, and that's yeah. just kind of like the the vibe I try to be on. Uh, sometimes you get angry, sometimes you get bitter about stuff because you know you see people getting shit that you don't get, and but for the most part, outside of stuff like that, like I just try to be like, like you don't want nobody having uh, a reason to not to, get, right. to not fuck with you on anything, right? Yep. So I just try not to present that in, in any way, even even if I don't care for somebody i just try to be like i'm just not gonna talk to this person as, as opposed to saying i don't like this person and then that person says it to somebody else and like oh dave don't like this person no fuck that yeah what what a lot of people don't even understand 
and I don't know, I can't speak for other industries, but deals are closed while you're not in the room, right? Whether for the favor or against, you know what I mean? So you got to keep your reputation clean. It used to be, it felt like here, you had to keep your reputation clean off being funny, but living in New York and LA now, like you really got to keep your social reputation. It's so, even if motherfuckers ain't like glowing over you, you don't want people saying like, nah, I don't work with him. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's paramount to the whole thing. Like take us. Can you take us through getting, cause you write a Pharrell, right? Mm-hmm. Network television. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. How did, how did that give, give us the, the zero to 60 on getting into a writer's room. You know what's crazy? I, let me just preface all of that by saying that it don't feel, it doesn't feel any different in my day to day. Like, okay, like my life is not. I, I, maybe maybe that's why I, I stay so humble because I'm always like looking at the next rung on the ladder. Yeah. So like I still. Can't get a credit card right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, right, like, yeah, right. I'm, I'm still getting getting denied um, from credit card applications when I'm still dealing with like regular life stuff, right? So it's like but it's so many comics that wish they was in Dave Helms' position to but, have written on a Fox TV show. It's like that poem, if though, like, like you know, like you can't, you like. What's I was line? supposed to learn that poem, but I but never did. It's a line in there that says, if, if you can meet with triumph and disaster. And treat and, those liars and, the and, same. And the, the, yeah. yeah, those disasters just the same, right? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like, when I was working on rail, I I was, like, very excited. But then I looked around, <laughs> and and I realized that I was, like, the least paid person. I was at the bottom of the totem pole like in, in, in that writer's room, and, you know, you, you have to humble yourself because you have all these ideas. Yeah. But... You know, sometimes I would say stuff, and I remember the first time I was in that room, somebody pitched an idea, and I was like, "That's not funny, right?" And, and it's an and, etiquette to to well, the shit. You unless, can't just... unless you have a rebuttal and a, and a counter example. Right. Shut the fuck up. Right. 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 So, Did and, they say that to you? Uh, Did somebody in, tell in you? So many words. Somebody put me to the side and was <laughs> yeah. like, "Don't like, ever do like, that." Hey, shit again. don't ever, because you know. <laughs> I was just like, that's not funny. Like, and and but they were like, well, what what, do you, what would you say? And I was like, well, I don't know, but I just know it ain't funny. But I know, <laughs> right, right. I know that one funny. So when when, when I first started, um, I had to, I had it was, it was a learning process. But once I learned the, the learning process of like say less, but when you do talk, have, have it something. meaningful, and also just be a good presence in yeah. that room. Like like people, like so say people don't don't think you're an asshole, right? Right. So like you know, I was talking to. To Kevin, Kevin Barnett, you know, and rest in like, peace to our good friend yeah. Kevin Barnett, and he he basically told me like, man, just chill, like, <laughs> like, 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 you yeah, know, just chill, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't always gotta be saying shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just like that, just basically like, you know, have a good time, be likable, do your job. But um, it was something about driving on that lot or riding because I don't have a car, but taking the Uber yeah. onto on that Fox lot. <laughs> Every day, you know, with your badge, and you know, it's a, it's a dope feeling. From it's like a, but you gotta you gotta stay humble because like you will start kind of power tripping, not on people, but just kind of like how can I say this? Like 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 you just have to realize that that shit can come and it can go just like that. Like the same yeah. way I was so happy to be riding on rail, that first season came and went, and it was over. Right, right. So now I'm still going on, on auditions or, or interviews, I should say, for for writing jobs, and it's kind of like it, until you get into 
there are certain people who are just kind of in that flow of they just stay working. Like Will. Like like Will Miles. Our friend <laughs> Will like our Miles. Chicago guy. Will, yeah. Will was in that circle where I won't say like he quote unquote made it or didn't make it, but he's at a point now where Will's is always working. And that's just like the way we all strive to be in this industry. Here's the thing though. And once again, on the outside looking in, it's always one thing, but like I try to, I like I said, I play things closer to chess, but like nothing is ever what you think it is. Even with somebody like people like, man, dream job is SNL. I've not talked to anybody ever who's worked for that show and be like, man, that was the best year of my life. Like nobody's ever said no, that. That's a lot of work. And and I and I can I can say like, yes, this is an opportunity if you can flip it. But you know, even whatever job you think is like, man, they got it made. It's never like that. Because they get their money's worth. Whatever that person is oh, paying, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. that network is paying you, they're getting their money's worth, right? I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Like, you talking about 14-hour days. Yeah. 14-hour days is one thing if you love what you're doing. But imagine a 14-hour day when you don't. And I'm just but saying for anybody. That's what That was the tragic thing about Kevin. You know what I'm saying? It was that, like, yes. Um, he didn't get to really rest. And I think that when the show was over, he just needed a mental break from that shit because it was a lot of stuff that we went through on that show. And Gerard talked about it on, on, on The Breakfast Club, you know, like yeah. the rewrites. And it just all could have been done better in a process so that the people could have their weekends right. to recharge. And that's what people got to understand, man. Yeah, Kevin was another one who stayed working. Like, he got job after job. But in the, at the end of the day... He's not with us anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So for any industry, and I, I love to talk about this with another Chicago person about just jealousy, man. Like, Oof. that'll kill you. And the the position, because the hardest thing to do, I think, in comedy is to go backwards. Like, when you think you elevated from doing certain shows. Yeah. And then you got to go back and do them shows again. So, like, you got to be careful on your elevation side. Because you may have to see those. That's the humility part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you got to get out in front of it, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's hard to try to, like, be be humble when you have to. Be be humble when you don't need to. When I first moved to Los Angeles, I had got a job writing on Hood Adjacent. And with saw, James Davis. With James Davis. And um, I saw Tony Rock, and we were hanging out. And, uh, Who you used to open for? Yeah, this is about that. <laughs> this, this is about that. And um, you know, I I was like, you know, I, I, even though I'm living here, I said something dumb like, you know, I still can open for you. And Tony was like, yeah, I know, nigga. Like, 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 you ain't made it. Like, like, right? But you didn't even mean it in that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure you weren't like trying to say like. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm above this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. That happened one time when we were. We host, used to host Native Factory out in New York, and it's just like the ego is so sensitive, especially with this business. And like somebody, we were hosting a show, and a, a comedian texted me. I won't say their name, but they were like, uh, "How's it looking over there?" And I was like, uh, "Oh yeah, it, it's dope. You know, if you come through, we'll throw you up." And they and they responded, "I know." And I was just uh, like, "Well, uh, on the, I uh, hear you, but at the same time, like it's not your show." Or oh, he didn't. Or he or she didn't say, like, appreciate you. They just said, I know. They just said, I know. I think it might have been, I know, and of course. Of, or something to that effect. Something very dismissive of, like, mm. us being in charge. And so <sighs> I didn't say anything back. It's just, like, because it's, it's a... 
it's a hierarchy, man. But you know what I mean? You mentioned jealousy, and that's something that I think that um, I was talking to um, a manager, Nat Goldberg, out in um, L.A., and I was just like, she she runs um, Unnecessary Evil at the West Side Comedy Theater on Friday nights. Okay. Right? Uh, and and she's just a real cool person, real good person to um, get in contact with. Uh, mm-hmm. But we, we, we were talking about just keeping your head above water in, in, in L.A. Because people in Chicago, I think that's why I like coming home so much because, like, it's just we, – we think we know, but we, we we don't. You know what I'm saying? Just, like, in terms of – like, Chicago is a bubble, and we live inside, right. and, all, and all the shit that, like, we fought for and fought, and fought each other for is just, like – it just don't even matter. It's just it's just Chicago. It, yeah, but you think you think you know until you right. pop out of it. And but even the, the bubbles we're in now, and like I'm trying to get in, they're going to be bigger bubbles later with the shit that I'm doing in, in L.A. Like it, yeah. it's not going to matter. But um, my point in all this is, is that like you you just you go out for writing jobs all the time, and you go out for auditions for for stuff, and you think you smash this audition, mm-hmm. right? And then you don't get it, and then you don't get it, and you don't get it. And um, I think I was drinking one night. I know I was drinking one night. I was drunk one night. Um, and I told Rel, I was like, man, you know, i just been going on these interviews. He was like, man, shut the fuck up. He didn't want to hear <laughs> He was like, you, you're getting auditions. I mean, you're getting interviews. You're getting a seat. You're being considered for this job. You know how many people yeah. are not getting these, these opportunities? That's real. Right? And I was just like. What was, yeah. What was uh, the interaction out? Yeah, whatever you with can talk what? about with uh, Sam J, writer for Saturday Night Live. Oh, that's a, <laughs> he was at the SNL party. Yeah, I'm gonna tell. That's a big ass spider right there on that curtain. Oh, um, uh, that's cool. I'm glad the spider is a different color than the curtain, so so you can see it. So I know exactly where it's okay. at at all times. Um, I was about to. <laughs> oh, that was very humbling at the SNL party. Um. SNL after parties are legendary. That's where a lot of other deals and types are made, and you get to mingle and talk and blah 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 blah. And you were talking to Sam yeah. J, who we both know, yeah. very talented, very funny. I, she kind of checked had, you. I had an interview for Blackish today as a writer, yeah, staff writer. And I'm talking. I'm in my mind. I'm just like, this is so. I know she wants to hear all about this shit. She said, "Nigga, sh- shut. I don't care. She uh, don't said, give a fuck." She said, "I don't care." She said, "We, we all doing dope shit." We, yeah. had a, we had an SNL after party. Yeah. I'm on fucking SNL. Do you think I care about your blackish interview? Right? Uh, uh, interview. <laughs> and she got the number one writing gig in the country, and you thinking she's just gone. And, uh, you know, and that's that's my arrogance thinking that people, and it's not even that she doesn't like me or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> spider win. He's inside. <laughs> oh, okay. That's George. Don't worry about George. I'm going to move my book back. Is that your pet spider? I mean, he, he cleans up in here. Gets all the flies and shit. See, <laughs> white people, man. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the difference. <laughs> we scared. He 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 owns like, that's this motherfucker. But, yeah. So like you know the spider. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. Okay, so he, like he's not gonna bite you or no shit. No, like he's that? chill. He's chill. Who the fuck has a? It's not even like a pet spider. It's, it's like okay. How spiders are good, man. They if you in the basement in Chicago, it's gonna be spiders. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even upstairs. This nigga's name is George. Like, okay. Um, <laughs> Dave scratching. He yeah. Black. <laughs> back 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 to the story about Sam J though, man. So <laughs> Sam J was just like, yo, man. Um, no disrespect. Wait, no, she didn't even say no disrespect. She just said like, I don't care, Dave. Yeah. Like, Did you ever talk to her about that? Um, I saw her at the Comedy Central 
thing over this past weekend because they were all out here for the Emmys or whatever. Yeah. And uh, what in L.A. In L.A. Yeah. And you know. She was just like, oh, Dave, what up? And I was like, oh, you know, and I didn't even bring it up. I was just like, you know what? I learned from it. I talked to Chris Red about it. Oh, okay. And I, I said, you know what? I, I'm getting to a, I've gotten to a point where I'm, I'm done trying to prove myself. And I think that's what it was. I was trying to show Sam that, like. That you were out here working. Yeah, that I'm out here doing it, right? And I'm just like, you got to find that validation within yourself and stop trying to show people, like, hey, I belong with you all. It's like, they going to see you belong. They, when, motherfuckers when, know way more than you think they know right and people watch way all comics do is talk about other comics and what's going on right so she might not have known you had an audition and she literally I'm sure did not care but you're outside of the house when motherfuckers just see you out that's an indication that something's going right cause you were able to leave the house I was in fucking New York at, 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 at SNL after party right so yeah so maybe I, I think I was just caught up in that moment of just Who's the chick from uh from she she was in La La Land and she was like the white uh, black white chick she was like the lead uh she was she was the host Emma of James Stone? Emma Stone <laughs> she she was I the host to you? she was the host of uh, SNL that night so it was just kind of like you speak to her no no I didn't uh, know it, like she had people all around her and yeah, stuff like that but I don't know if you've ever been to one of those after parties but like it's it's like circles of circles. It's like, it yeah. was, you know, so. There's the, I, I walked past once the, uh, the Lo- Lauren Michaels was sitting with Paul McCartney and like that fucking blew my mind a little bit. Yeah. Like we at this barbecue restaurant and <laughs> Lauren Michaels just sitting, chatting it up with his close friend Paul McCartney. And I don't really get starstruck, but I've only seen these people on TV. I, so like to yeah. just to see them chilling like that. I was at the, the Michael J. Roy Wood Jr. Uh, table, which was fine, you know, but I know them. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I've 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 known uh, I've known Roy for a long ass time, and I kind of know Che, but I don't know if anybody really knows him. Um, I damn, know, I didn't even realize his last name is not Che. Like, like oh that, yeah, that's like his middle name. I didn't know that. I knew that because uh, he drinks a lot, and uh, one time we had a drinking contest, which was my idea. I shouldn't have did it, but uh, he didn't know. I didn't know he was drinking like beer and water in between, because I was just drinking uh, whiskey straight, and I was just laid out. And he put it on the Instagram story, but then he deleted it because that's what he does. Uh, he, put, he put that. <laughs> he put me. I was. I pa- I passed out on stage. Because uh, oh, we were at a show and I was just like, all right, I'm a, uh, let's drink. And then he was like, my last, my, my last name ain't Che. Like, no, like, oh, no, <laughs> the, the, no, 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 no. He, he's, he gave me his card uh, to at the bar. And I was just like, oh, okay, Mr. Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna yeah. be right back on Classic Black Dude. We got my man Dave Helm. We got so much more to talk about, but we we talking about writing. We talking about politics and how to navigate through a system and trying to stay mistake free out here, man. We'll be right back. Classic Black Dude with your host Clark Jones, aka Posh Strickland. Right back. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Teams. Now there are more ways to be a team with Microsoft Teams. Bring everyone together in a new virtual room. Collaborate live, building ideas on the same page. And see more of your team on screen at once. Learn more at Microsoft.com Teams. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Need an escape? Drop into Pluto TV for a world of free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. 
No subscriptions, no fees. Binge on 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, and everything from hit movies to the latest news, comedy, live sports, and more. Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, Roku, or Fire TV and start watching now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free. And we're back. Classic black dude. Two of them. Two more housemen. Two comedians. Classic black men. Dudes is funny. That's why we went with that. But two dudes who went to college and decided to do comedy. And I know we both started. We didn't even start the. Yeah. We didn't even start the origin of how we both started on the south side of Chicago. um, Where there was. I felt like there was some resistance to this wave of dudes who went to college doing comedy. Right? Oh, yeah. Because it didn't belong to us. It was like, man, y'all, you know, y'all, go, y'all supposed to be. Go work a nine to five. Go work a nine to five. You got a you, degree. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it better than me. We need comedy. And it was just, did you did you feel that resistance? Initial, I mean, initially, yeah. Like, in terms of. But that's when I didn't necessarily know who I was. Like, I mean, this is when I was going by Davy Boy. You know? Davy <laughs> Boy Hellum. Davy not, Boy. Not as a play no, on this, Soldier Boy. This Tell wasn't him. even, the Hellum part wasn't even involved. It was just <laughs> Davy <laughs> Boy. Right. <laughs> right. Your first nickname in comedy sticks with you forever. And like, it's, it's so terrible because my, my drunk manager, <laughs> quote unquote manager. Oh my God. <laughs> I never forget. Oh my God. He, I was uh, first of all, I was kind of new. I was like two years in, but I had a good set one time. Somebody was like, "Hey, can you host my birthday party?" And I'm like, "All right, cool." And I didn't know. And these motherfuckers was mad. Like they was like, like all white party black people are very judgmental of the comedy or the entertainment. So I'm bombing, and then I'm like, "Well, Dave, you you." It was in the south suburbs, roughly. So I'm like, "Dave, just come through." And Dave had a, Dave started coming after me. He had a manager. <laughs> <laughs> was this was, was this at the marina? At the marina. At the, at, by, by the boat. And, we on this boat party, and I'm just like, "Hey, come through!" I know he's gonna bring his uh, representation, and his representation was like, <laughs> "What did he say?" He was like, "How much time is he doing? How much is he getting paid?" Yeah, he was. I'm his manager. I'm his manager. No, I, but he didn't say it like like that. He's like, he's like, "I'm his manager." Yeah, I'm his manager. <laughs> we just want you to know. I'm his motherfucking manager. Yeah, you, you need to let Davey Boy do Yo, some time. First of all, I don't care about comedians drinking, but your your person talking for you shouldn't <laughs> be drunker than you, <laughs> and that's in any business. Like they should never be drunk, and this dude was lit. He used to train me. Like <laughs> he must have been drinking in the car, cause like he came. That was they walked in. He probably was. They stumbled into the party. So Dave ends up going up. Well, I was actually like, no, we can't pay him, and he was like, I don't know. If, well, Dave can't go up, and I was like, cool. <laughs> Cause, Cause, I didn't need more bombing anyway, and so he was. Then he came back. I think Dave came back. <laughs> he sent you sent him home or to the car, and then you came back. It was like, hey, excuse him. You know, I'd like to go up and perform. I, I, and I was like, all right, cool. I, so I, we all ate it because you can't compete with food either at a uh, at an event like that. I, it, yeah, I don't remember the exact details of that show, but yo, I just remember my drug manager. I had four minutes of material. That I used to do it jokes and those every Wednesday, and so motherfuckers thought because I had that four that I could host for a fucking hour, and that was Ooh. out of the question. Ooh. No other comics. This was when like all the comics still hated me because I was uh, college educated. 
<laughs> so but, niggas, hold on. Let's, let's stop for a second. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> this is the second time in like three minutes that, that, that you brought this theme up. They never, it, I, it was just me. Like I it, didn't feel this from. Uh, maybe it's my. Was it's it like my, Southside? It's, it's my insecurity, man. No, niggas really confronted me one time at a show. Shout out to Knowledge Beckham. He used to book shows, and he really used to like. He was like the first person to pay me to do comedy, even before Jokes and Notes. But uh, he had his room out there, and and like. You know, I was new to comedy, so I'm just trying to make black people laugh, right? Like I had, I didn't, I didn't know, so I'm, I'm, I'm whatever. I had one joke about weed, and like four comics came up to me like, "Yo, that's that's double D shit." I'm like, "Who the fuck is double D?" Like I didn't know any of these people that they saying that this was their joke. So what I did, oh yeah, what I did was like I started talking about teaching, right, and. Mary, the owner of Jokes Notes and the Booker, at the time she started booking me on shit. She like she probably enjoyed those jokes. She enjoyed it, right? So motherfuckers saw it's like it's a copycat business, mm -hmm. but like, it, and like I don't care, right? But people were very adamant about saying like, "Yo, that joke belongs to somebody else," or "That person is doing this." When you came and you started talking about teaching, did anybody come to you like, "Hey, man, that's Clark shit"? Mm -mm. Exactly. Mm. So, right, so it was like a double standard I, that I noticed, and it wasn't you. It was people who weren't even teaching. Start doing teaching jokes. I'm like, oh, yeah, bruh, that, that was a popular thing for bruh. A while. Like, I, I had to do this because niggas was cornering me in Dalton, <laughs> talking about that's that so and so joke or this. You know what I'm saying? People have no idea. Like, oh, there should really be a documentary about the ins and outs. Of this shit, like like a reality TV yeah. show called The Comedy Game, where like we really just see the pettiness that people. So like, much I've, happens I've, off stage. I've, I've heard stories about Dion Cole, like 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 getting somebody's face over over like. Well, here's the like, story, and I hope he don't get mad about us telling it. But there was a story where there was a joke that another comic was telling, and everybody knew that that was that comic's joke. Like, it was me doing parking or you with the Biggie story. Yeah. Like, that was their joke, and they oh. didn't have many other jokes. So they had the nerve to confront him. And this is a story. They conf asked, they, they asked him about the joke. They asked Dion about the joke? They asked Dion about the joke, and he... He thought we just stole off of him. Just hit him in the face. Just knocked him out in front of everybody. <laughs> and I feel like somebody gassed the comic up to ask Dion because they knew what was going to happen. So, like, you got to be careful out here. So, yeah, it, it, it it's fights. I didn't fuck with nobody woman in comedy because I didn't want that smoke either. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of jealousy. Niggas get mad because you... Because uh, somebody else, because this is all we got a lot of times, and there's a lot of niggas in comedy just for the girls. Oh yes, and it's just about <laughs> pussy. That's the only thing it's about. And you know, I, I, go ahead, James. Don't, don't, don't shit where you eat. Don't fuck where you eat. Don't shit where you eat. And it's like, man, you treat women terribly. Why would you even like even introduce that? It's so many women who are not comedians who come to shows. Just fuck with them. Why would you want to fuck with? I've been down that road. You know, yeah. And was that a mistake? <laughs> uh, it was me and the person who I dated. It was actually. It, it, <laughs> I, I remember. I, I remember one night. I wanted just some Dave time. Right, and it's it important. Was, Personal it was, time. Is she important. wanted, to, so I wanted, I wanted to go hang out with my boys at, at the show. 
that was happening, right? But she also was like, I want to come hang out. And I was like, I need some time to myself. Yeah. And she was like, well, no, I'm a fucking comic. I'm going to come to the comedy show because I want to see them. These are my friends too, right? And we got to a big thing about that. And I was dumb because, like, if I wanted some personal time to myself, I should have just not gone to that space. Yeah. And, and found, like, a non-comedy space. But I didn't do that. But uh, we was, it was just, like, a, a lot of small things like that that just led us to be like, you know what? We should just be homies. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you you got to – I just, like, waitresses, servers, I never really – I made one mistake with like messing with a booker in Chicago and it didn't come back to bite me. But then I saw a photo of them, of them talking to another booker and I'm like, Ooh, this is just too messy. Like I hate to be talked about besides anything except my comedy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's a part of the game, man. We mistakes. We make mistakes. We human, but it, it it just can get messy off stage, and I wish it could be documented. But it's so sometimes it gets so scandalous that nobody would ever let that get out. You know what I mean? I'm surprised it's not a reality TV show about that. Uh, but I, I think we, our egos are so big as comics yeah. that we think people would, would like actually want to watch that. But they probably wouldn't. <laughs> so like, it's just like when motherfuckers be posting about comedy shit, and the, oh, the rest of the world be like, "I don't know what the fuck you talking about." You know, I, bl- I blame it on on, on uh, graphic designers. Because <laughs> wait, me and James are graphic designers. No, no, because it's not just you all, but it's the fact that you had to be somebody at one point to be on a flyer back in the day. Like, like, like if you, if you, if you were, oh like, yeah, anybody okay. can create whatever. Like they can go download an app and 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 make something that sure, makes I it seem that yeah. it seems like they're good when they're terrible. It's also right? the, the comedy show photographers. Yeah, Who's making it look like people uh, killing. Most time, people you, bombing. You read the fight. comments. Uh, these these are from the civilians. Yeah, like man, I'm so proud of you for pursuing your dream. I'm like, this nigga is trash. He is. <laughs> that that was a guest spot, nigga. That was a. He uh, is. He is uh, dying. Right that was now. that was a that was a poor guest spot. Do you see the sweat? Yeah, in the, in, in the photo. Right Do now? you? I hate when they take the photo of the crowd and it's on the the premise. Yeah, yeah, they they take the photo during the premise. Like, no, catch it when they laughing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just, it's 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 a. I just I. But let's talk about this though, because like, I, I was talking to, uh, to <laughs> our good friend, and he's here in spirit, T Murph. Yeah. Uh, about um, content, and he was just telling me that you know we should be putting out like. At least ten things a day on social media, which I think is way, way too much. But T Murph has a shitload of followers that I don't have, so maybe he's on to something. You know what? I'll give T Murph credit. I I do feel like he 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 made himself. He willed himself into. He took one opportunity. He got to open. He got the half hour with uh, Kevin Hart, and he really stretched that out. But he tore a hole in that motherfucker. I was there for yeah. the, I was there for the taping, right? And I saw yeah. some people were like good, not something, but Murph was like, yo, like like he was like I, I didn't come to play with y'all. But I mean, not even the special itself, but took the oh, momentum yeah, yeah, of yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. and stretched that into like, yo, I'm trying to get to 10,000 followers so I can download have my shit, you know. Wait till the TV show come out. <laughs> oh, oh, it's, 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 it's he gonna, already It's going to be over. Yeah, his, his head is <laughs> it is fine. I, I love it because you know why? I see the work. And I look I'm we, yeah. Midwestern people, we appreciate and respect work. No matter what. It's like he he he, he committed to that 
to that. He's about to sell out the primatory uh, for his monthly show. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I mean, we used to have that room, and we would have good nights. We ain't never set that motherfucker out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, Murph is doing his damn thing. But he, he, he always said, like, you know, you should be posting, like, 10 pieces of content a day. And this is the struggle. And we're just kind of talking about this, like, off air. But it's, like, you just find yourself finding funny memes to put on your shit and your Instagram stories because, like... That is one. I, I know some comics who just post... It, I mean, they're basically fuck, fuck Jerry. They're, they're like the fat Jew. You know what I mean? These are accounts, by the way. <laughs> before, before people see, because I just assume people know things and they don't, but those are accounts that were just uh, aggregizers, aggregizers of, of... They would post memes and not give credit to the comedians but then and comedians are getting pissed but then that's like the easiest way to get your, your followers up and let's be real it's kind of hard to find the origin of any meme like like we don't know who created half half of the shit like the ones that you see that are funny like we don't know where that shit came but from but these it's motherfuckers it's all, it's all ready it's all ready but these motherfuckers also sometimes be knowing but then they're like oh the internet is that wins again it's like where did y'all where did y'all come up with this it's like you took it from my page <laughs> you know what I mean like you took it directly and I had my you cropped out my <laughs> my stamp <laughs> yeah you cropped out my stamp it's like <laughs> man y'all how do y'all be coming up with this who came, who who did this who did this it's I, like you, you cut it, it out and here, here's the thing that's I'm just gonna be just my petty self right now but I think like <laughs> I think <laughs> it's it's a, it's a format so it's like all these like shitty talk shows are going on on your Instagram now, the one I really hate is like when they take when they take the content and then they put like the, the, the divider and they just they just give like their oh, their two cents on like Kev on stage like every day and it's like first of all this ain't funny but 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 but, but <laughs> <laughs> But well, it was is that now? It used to be the jump cut with the the spoken reasons approach. The and every time I come on social, there you go again. What y'all trying to? It was mm-hmm. it was like that for like a year. Now it's the the split screen. What you giving your like commentary on stuff? And I, I like for some people, people come for it, and they that's kind of like how they how, how they do their shit. Uh, what's his name? Ryan Davis. Um, like like he has a huge following on it to hear more. Yeah, like you said, Kev on stage, even. Yeah, you know, they uh, they they running with that. Levar Walker, good. you know, people who who um, get the views up. But I guess at the end of the day, like, in order to sell tickets, it is sadly becoming you got to have about the about the followers. I mean, we you know we're getting older, right? So like, True. as as in, in our thirties, like our demographic, they at home with they goddamn kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like they not coming out to these shows that we have all the time. So we got to find younger followers and younger people to to but then you see the greats and they don't worry about shit like that well you know? look nobody books people invest so maybe at one point in comedy there was about booking talent and booking people who are funny and we can maybe work their funny into something but their book their people are investing in either they're saying you got all these followers you'll get our brand out more at the Laugh Factory or whatever. Or TV show. Or you're with the same agency as the comic we really want. So we'll book you first and then maybe something will be worked out, you know, with that agent to get Louie or whoever, right? So it's 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 levels to it. But you gotta oh. always make yourself a viable commodity as something to be invested in. And this is why we only put the highlight tape on Instagram, right? 
Nobody talks about the bad. Maybe in the stories, but see, I, I and that's what I try to do. And some, in some, in some ways, is try to talk about like the reality of it all. But all that happens is Brian Babylon just ends up posting like <laughs> under, <laughs> un, under my post, being like, "Shut the fuck up!" Oh. Right, right. So <laughs> yeah, right. Like something like that. Yeah, something I'm like, kinda... I'm trying to be real, or I'm trying to be positive. It's like people, people don't want to hear the realness, and they damn sure don't want to hear no positivity. Like you know what? But, but as your heat grow, all of a sudden, more things you do become acceptable. Right, like mm-hmm. when they get you, yeah, or it either becomes more acceptable, or people talk shit harder, and it's just like, like I post, <laughs> I posted uh, about working with the NFL, and I had the, the one of the Muppets I worked with. Yeah, and somebody comments like, "Oh, we worked with that Muppet on so and so." I'm like, "What the fuck? They got to do with what I posted? <laughs> like, what was your intention with with that with that comment? You're not exclusive. You're not exclusive." We, yeah. know, we know that puppet. Yeah, yeah, I know. I work with that puppet on my show. They ain't, they ain't make no special puppet for you. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's just petty, yeah. as you as you mentioned. But, but you, we both speaking of Babylon, we 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 uh, you and I both have worked with with Hannibal Burris, the Great. Mm-hmm. But I I would I would put him in this in this generation definitely top five, and I, it's a lot of. He's in, influenced. I don't think it would be this many black comics openly talking about comic books and shit like that without his wave. Yeah. Would you agree? I definitely would agree. Like, just that whole um, observational, like, uh, but the ability to, to be vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? Like, Right. I'm trying to think about what comedy was like, <laughs> like, before Hannibal. And this, it, it is an error, right? That we're like still kind of in that, that Laugh of Palooza, Jamie Foxx, two thousand five type uh, act- lime green shirts, button downs. Yeah, like after yeah. after the Def Comedy Jam era and like the two thousands, where it was just very like uh, hip. It was still very hip hop heavy in terms of like black. Like yeah. when I say black, I mean like stereotypical black. Like like you gotta you gotta have this type of style. You got to be kind of raunchy. You got to be animated. And now you got these black comics who are just kind of like, yeah, this is their whole cadence, doing their entire thing. Yeah. And you wouldn't have had that without And then now a lot of them aren't performing their jokes. Um, but I think his style has gotten blacker as he's progressed. Like, I just think, yeah, at the beginning he was, he's different than he was in 2006, 2007. Uh, yeah, but, but like... Hey, I ain't gonna lie. Like we're from the same city, so we just have a lot of similarities. Period. But him watching him navigate was like my blueprint in a lot of ways. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm appreciative that like even though other people, uh, uh, a chick just came up to me after the show. A white woman was like, "Oh man, I thought you I thought you were Hannibal." I'm just like, what? T- <laughs> He didn't. They didn't say. They said Clark Jones number one. <laughs> Clark Jones is on the flyer, but yeah, it was some wild white women there last night. Like 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 that, that one married chick that that did that, that, that. And I warned you. I was like, hey, I, no, I wasn't trying to talk to. her. I know you weren't, <laughs> but like people, women. I ain't gonna generalize, but women be. She was. I'm like your husband's right there. Oh yeah, that puts me in a terrible position. I hate when they do that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, or they make you take a picture. 
and like and you make you make the husband take the picture of of you and the wife. It's like and he mad. He not he purposely taking a fucked up picture. <laughs> or he, he should be like like any man is just like man. Look at her just having all that fun with that dude. Yeah, like, 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 like yo, she kissed me on the face three times. Then she told me, oh, this is my husband. Oh no. Three oh, times. I didn't know that. No, see not that. on the mouth, but on the face. I'm like, you got to stop doing that, cause I'm single. You know what I'm saying? And she, you're mildly attractive. <laughs> she, she, she might have been trying to recruit you. It might have been on some cuckold oh, shit. On some, uh, who the eyes? But he, shit? but he looked too pissed, like for <clears throat> him to be like he don't know it's a cuckold situation. Yet. <clears throat> yeah. he, he had to be filled in later. Some shit. I don't know, but it, it was just that's that's the wild thing about comedy, like. I don't understand what about making a room full of people laugh thinks makes you think I'm good at sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, how? Do, what does that turn you on? As a whatever, maybe it's just the ability to speak in front of people. That's exactly what it is. Uh, I think people are attracted to orators, like, like whether it's a politician, public speaking. Yeah, it's just. just and there's a charm to it too. Absolutely. Like I just watched a set. You was at uh, New Negroes and. I mean, you were fucking finessing the fucking crowd, man. It okay. was it was obvious because there's two things. Like when I have to record something, I'm being a comedian who's doing stand up, and I'm very set up punchliney. But like last night, even it was just about being funny and having a swag. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even off shit that like ain't even that strong of a joke, you sell the fuck out of it. I think most of comedy is like ability. You know what I'm saying? I think that I've I've realized that. So at, at that new Negro set you're talking about, like, I mean, I prefer, first of all, I came from a day party and I was definitely day drunk. So I just sat down and we just had a conversation for ten minutes. And they was they was with you from the beginning. And then we saw Hannibal in the, in the corner, like 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 the dark, <laughs> like, like like the Dark Knight, just just. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why yeah, the fuck is Hannibal yeah, on the corner? Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm walking out. I just hit, hey Clark Jones, and I'm like, who is? Oh, what's up, man? You just at a show? You you watching? Yeah, I'm thinking maybe I might go up. You might go up. You definitely <laughs> going up at New Negroes. Yeah, uh, we gotta take a quick break here on Classic Black Dude. Man, talking about a lot. We're not gonna cover everything, but um, we 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 covering just the game. Right here on Classic Black Dude. Dave Hallam, we'll be right back. Support for this podcast comes from Walgreens. Let's start with everyone out there who loves a good story. Now, narrow it down to all those passionate podcast listeners who are dedicated to living their best life. That's you, right? Well, Walgreens created a new, easier way to shop, save, and stay well just for you. It's called My Walgreens. And when you join, you'll discover personalized deals, instantly earn unlimited rewards, and receive real-time local health alerts. Join for free at MyWalgreens.com. Exclusions apply. What's up, everybody? I'm Graham Bunn. So excited to introduce you to Country Shine, where we're talking all things country music. That's right, and I'm Cameron Irwin, co-host and resident country girl at Tinseltown, here to welcome you to the family. Every Tuesday, we'll update you on the latest in country music, culture, and community. And on Fridays, I'll bring on country musicians and all the biggest names in the game. It's a gathering, and we want you here. You can listen to Country Shine with me, Graham Bunn, for free right here on Spotify. All right, we back on Classic Black Dude, man. We only, like, really scratched the surface of it. We might have to do a part two in L.A., but this is Chicago version. My Morehouse brother, comedy brother, Dave Hallerman, just talking about the, the funny parts of the game, the 
the the drama uh our mentors we both look up to uh Dion Cole and Hannibal Burris and B Cole uh we didn't even talk about the B, your first mentor Mm. Lou Rail, but Chicago is a city that um is I, no. <laughs> I drove a lot of comedians around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a long, for yeah. A long time. Not, it, it was like different cars. It was the Saturn. It was the uh, what, the, the Malibu. Malibu. Yeah. <laughs> like people would give me so much shit for doing this, those things. But you know what? You you, you talked to me about we talked about this earlier about things that you would do. Like like we was talking about like trying to get online. Yeah. And, and being alpha. Yeah. But I've always looked at it like, yeah, I will drive Be Cold or a Little Rail around if it gets me better at my craft and it right. also gets me around more people that I want to be around. But it gave you pushback because so many dudes are caught up in their ego and they 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 will clown out of almost jealousy like I can't be that they can't be that humble, right? So they were they were jealous of your humility. <laughs> Cause if they want, they want to be around, you know, rail or whoever's popping too. But it's like, it's just you. People let their ego get in the way of a lot of things. You can't have two alpha males a lot of times. Like, yeah. so like for instance, like if I'm around, when I was around rail and I was driving him, I know rail was rail. I would just shut the fuck up half the time and just drive. And if he wanted to talk about something, we talk about it. Because I noticed that when I want to talk about something, he didn't give a fuck about it. So, yeah. Once like, one time I was in the backseat talking too much. I remember that day vividly. And he was, I could, I could just see him getting annoyed, and yep. that was the birth of. I, I don't think him and I had friction at all, mm-hmm. but I, I do know it. Like he's. One thing I'll say about Rel is, first of all, he's the first person to bring me on stage, so I'll always have that debt to him. He's also one of the funniest people. Yeah, I've, I mean, to watch him every Wednesday at Jokes and Notes was just a masterclass, right? But he also has a short memory. So <laughs> if you say something to him fucked up, he'll forget it. And you like, man, he probably ain't gonna like me over that. But then the next time you like, oh, what's up? It's man? all good. Like it's all good. Yeah. Like last Thursday at the Bronson Bar. Like <laughs> yeah. when, when, when we took that like Chicago. We photo. got the world picture yeah. I, 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 of all the black comics from the South yeah. Side. All of Mary's sons together. Yeah, it was it was cool. And like He texted me, he was like, Man, I wanna come up there and say something, but I but I, but, I, but I didn't. I was like all right. You mean like on on the mic? Yeah, he would come up there and just. Well, I don't know why he wouldn't. It's fine. I mean, he said he said don't do it, but I was like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know the response to this text. Okay. Yeah, that's an, that's yeah. another one of them. Th- I don't you know? know. You never know what's going through the mind of a comic, especially one who has that much under his belt, and he's yeah. a parent. Like he was like, oh, I thought you was a comedian. Don't you always want to go on stage? I'm like, it don't work like that. It's personal feelings. Sometimes you just don't have nothing that yeah, you want to yeah, say. Exactly. And if he wanted to, he would have. But, but he, he didn't. He didn't want to. Um, and that's all good. But those Wednesdays at Jokes and Notes, like that line. And this is before I started doing comedy because I didn't know who real. I remember this is this is. I knew I was drinking too much back then. I, oh, I, I remember this. I know I, this story. I walked in there and I just started roasting this dude in, in his in his haircut and I, <laughs> I like, in his up? vest. And, yeah. And and, was, and and he forgot that. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, who the fuck? Is and they were like, that's little real. I, I didn't know who the fuck little real was. I just thought, I just saw some weird dude, right? So, um, but carrying in that tradition, every Thursday in L.A. at the Bronson Bar, Dave Hellum has a great room. 
and I love the room because it's, <laughs> yeah, it's we got to get out of here. It's that segue bl- was so terrible. <laughs> it was, <laughs> you know why? Because my energy went up. I, I just switched. Yeah, it was terrible. It, it wasn't great age. It was like directly like, oh, we, they about to wrap up. But it is a great show. I enjoy doing it because it's, it's like it's black folks. It's a black room, but they understand comedy is a process. Like they they they'll they'll. Like Mark Henderson bombed, but they they enjoyed themselves <laughs> <laughs> because they know that you know comedy is a process. They're familiar with it. It wasn't like oh fuck this nigga. It was just like ah. And, and plus, that was how, how many shows do we go to where it's like it's nine nine people of color with people of color sprinkled in? Like yeah. like my show is like the opposite. It's like so mostly black, black brown mostly black, yeah. with a sprinkle of caucasian caucasity caucasity. Sprinkled on like it. it is in this room right now. One white dude, two. The ratio is two to one, at least, if not greater than that. It's like an episode of Southside with, with the yeah. producer in, 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 yeah. in, in, in the basement. That's funny. That that's funny. That shit is so funny, man. Just watch, finish up. Oh the, yeah, the, uh, that season. Damn, we didn't even talk about that that much. But yeah, you've been on Southside, uh, Sherman Showcase. Yeah, yeah doing yeah. your thing with Diallo. Thank God for Diallo and Bashir. They they blessing dudes out here and inspiring dudes and. We out in L.A., both of us, every Thursday, Bronze Bar, 9 p.m. 9 with DJ p.m., Joey. Jo- Joey stays busy. Where you at on the, um, what's, your, what's, your, what's your handles? Oh, it's just my name. Uh, just at <laughs> Dave Hellum, Dave H-E-L-E-M. I've hey. learned, I learned from them days, man, of, of having something else. Just be direct. Just be, and then have it be the same for all these shit. So that, you know, Absolutely. That's, if, so if it is different, just have it be the same thing for you aspiring people out there who want to get into the social media game. I'm at the Clark Jones, T-H-E-E Clark Jones, and the pod is classic black dude on everything. Man, another dope one in the books. Uh, make sure you like, share, uh, comment on YouTube, on anywhere that you get streaming media, you can get classic black dude. We've been another dope one. Make sure you follow both of us, and uh, y'all be good. Just be your boy, Clark Jones, at the A-Pod Strickland. Classic black dude.